Alright, I guess we're starting now. Hello, welcome back. My name is Vivian Huynh, and I have been gone for a while. The last time I've talked on this podcast was the college chapter, episode 4, that was published on October 3rd, 2020, which is a little over 8 months now. And, uh, I don't know why I stopped doing podcasts, but I think it was just because I got busy from school. Um, this year was a hell of a ride. (laughs) Um, so... For today's podcast, um, I wanted to talk about self-validation. Now, ever since uh, I would say elementary school, middle school, um, I was a little lost in the sense of what direction I wanted to go in life or like what exactly I wanted to do in the moment. I kind of knew where I wanted to be, you know, when you're a kid, you have future goals, um, aspirations, and all that, but I didn't really know how to be a kid and what I should have done at the moment. Um, However, along the lines of self-validation, I never doubted myself. Um, um, For my previous podcast, you heard that, like, I really didn't have any friends. I didn't have maybe a good support group besides my family, not really much guidance. So I kind of learned how to guide myself, essentially. Um, Because basically, I do have an older brother. Um, He kind of, I kind of did follow in his footsteps in the sense that I took the classes he took. Um, Of course, I followed him through the same schools he went to because we live in the same household. (laughs) But um, he didn't really... uh, give me advice on what to do with my life um whenever i'd ask him you know the typical older brother response like i don't know whatever you want to do you know and so i kind of went through middle school high school kind of paving my own path and i think that is how i got where i am today because it allowed me to get up whenever i fell because i didn't have anyone to like pick me up you know i had to pick myself up and i think that's um, one of the big reasons how um, I have the mindset I have now. And um, I know how to basically self-validate myself. So I never like bash on what I do uh, physically, mentally, how I look, you know. And I um, saw this quote online. I couldn't find, uh, I think I was going through Instagram and I saw this on a caption or something. I don't know exactly who it's from, but it says, comparison is a thief of all joy. And I think that's perfectly said because um, I think one of the main reasons why I'm always happy or I'm, uh, I always have a smile on my face, I always think positively, um, is because I don't compare myself. And I made this um, realization that uh, people that always um, have this certain mindset of themselves or always compare themselves is the people that always judge others. And I think the reason why I don't judge others is because I never compare myself to anybody. Um, and it's kind of ironic because, um, you know, the typical Asian household, uh, my parents or my mom, you know, 
always compares me to other people and I don't know how um, I think because <laughs> she's been saying this my whole life that I kind of uh, learn to ignore it basically because if she says it like I'm never like oh man like like I'm never down on myself I'm like oh I know I know I'm not like that I know my capabilities I know what I can do so um, that's why I am able to just go about my life is because I don't really care what other people say. I never say anything about other people. I just, you know, live my life. Vivian lives life, you know? <laughs> and um, with that being said, um, a, a couple of months or like maybe a month or so, um, right now where I'm, where I'm, when I'm um, doing this podcast, about a month ago, um, I wrote down these certain, I want to call them insecurities because uh, I never really like insecure about myself, um, no matter which state, but it's kind of something that I've kind of self-reflected on um, about parts of my life. I mean, like things that happened in my life or about me that, you know, aren't as perfect. But I want to say these because, say these things I think about myself is because even though I have these certain things that make me not perfect, I still am able to live about my day um, happy, healthy, and joyful, you know? So I have a couple um, written down. So um, I kind of got this inspiration from this TikTok trend where people say things that influence them and um, uh how it influenced the things they do today. You know, it's like, for example, um, I always, uh, I don't know, scratch my head before I go to sleep because my mom used to do that when I was a kid. You know, stuff like that. So, my first one is, I'm about to be a little bit vulnerable, but it's okay. <laughs> um, in elementary school, I used to think it was cool to sag my pants because all my friends were boys. And <laughs> this is just like the start of it, you know. Uh, I did used to think it was cool because all my friends were boys, I didn't know any better. And I was, I don't wanna use the word because I hate using this word, I despise it. The word tomboy, I still am, but I think it's because I don't really care Again, like, I don't really, like, again, going back to what I don't care what people think. Like, I am all about comfortability. Comfortability. Comfort? Okay, I can't say that word. I'm all about comfort, and I don't really care what other people say and how I dress, because at the end of the day, I'm the one wearing the clothes, and if I don't care what people see me wearing, then, like, why should I listen to them and wear, like, I don't know, girly clothes? I could if I want to, but I just don't want to, you know? Okay, next one. I didn't wear a bra until I was in sixth grade because I was never taught it, uh, taught about it before then. And that is true. Um, I remember distinctly, like, I was in uh, in sixth grade, maybe, like, in fifth period, it's, like, bef- after lunch. Um, my friends were talking about, like, undergarments, and I was like, oh, 
in my head, I didn't say this out loud. I was like, oh, like, I don't wear undergarment or, you know, a bra. And then that day I went home and talked to my, to my mom and she was like, all right, let's go buy some. And yeah, it was super uncomfortable. I got a little bit used, um, a little bit getting used to, but you know, I wear them every day now. <laughs> Fa um, fun fact, I can't, I have to wear it right when I wake up in the morning after I do my whole morning routine. Um, putting on a bra is part of my morning routine. Like I don't go any day without wearing it. I don't know, it just makes me think better. Um, okay, next one. I used to get in trouble all the time by my mom for arguing back because if something truly makes sense to me, I cannot accept anything otherwise. Um, I wouldn't say I am stubborn, um, because I am pretty open-minded. It's just, like, if it, like, I think, you know, I have common sense. Some people don't. It's okay. <laughs> um, but, like, if something truly doesn't make sense to me, I'm like, uh, why is the other person saying what I'm saying is wrong? Because, to me, it is truly right. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but I used to get in trouble all the time when I was a kid. Sometimes I still do. It's okay. <laughs> um, next one. I think it gets a little bit deeper as I go on, so bear with me. Um, I was a loner all through middle school and some of high school because I really didn't fit in, which caused me to become timid and socially anxious. Um, that is true. If you guys listened to my previous podcast, you know, I was a loner. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't, okay, I would say I was a loner, but I would not say I was alone because I had my family and most importantly, I had myself, you know, and I think that goes back to kind of like that self-validation kind of where like you should accept who you are and don't um, make certain situations that you are in define your whole life, you know, I knew I was a loner. But um, in my mind, I knew in the future that I wouldn't be, you know? I was kind of focusing on myself, and if people entered, left my life, I was okay with it. Um, yeah. And going back, I was very timid. I was pretty mute 8th grade, you know. You know all this stuff if you listen to my previous podcast. And I put socially anxious in here because looking back, I probably was. I would never say that out loud to myself um because i like i said before i don't really like calling myself like i always think positively of, about myself with being aware of my flaws you know but i never would say i was socially anxious but at this looking back i probably was because i would get my heart would beat super fast when i had to do like uh presentations or like Everyone, like some people, a lot of people get freaked out about, about presentations, but even like talking to like people like one-on-one -on -one or like in a crowded room or like not even like if it was a casual conversation, like I would be super shy. I wouldn't talk like my heart would be out of my chest. So yeah, I would say I was socially anxious. I'm not now, but um, yeah, I'm still working on it. But right now I wouldn't call myself socially anxious. Okay, next one. I sat by myself in the cafeteria and strategic, tr tr okay, let's start over. 
I sat by myself in the cafeteria and strategically ate my food so that my last bite would last until the bell so that I wouldn't look like I'm just sitting there and that I didn't have to stand outside my, outside my next class alone while everyone is socializing. Um, it also caused me to actually read my first ever book series because I didn't want to look weird staring at just my food, so I chose my phone instead. Now, I think I talked about this in the middle of school series, but that is true. I would like, for example, if I got a corn dog and some fries, I would sit in the cafeteria on the corner seat of the bench inside. Um, people could sit outside, but I sat inside, so, you know, uh, less people can talk to me. Uh, I sat in the at the edge. I would take my corn dog, take little bites at a time, take little bites of my french fries, and make it last the full 30 minutes of the lunchtime so I didn't have to look like I was just sitting there without eating on my own um, so, or that I didn't have to go outside and stand in front of my, my next period class and look like a loner, which I was. Um, yeah, I did that every day. <laughs> um, say next one. Um, I get really bad hormonal acne despite washing my face daily and having a nightly routine. Um, yes, I still um, face hormonal acne. I mean, I'm still relatively young. I just turned 20. But I hopefully that gets better. It's getting better now. I see a difference. But uh, yeah. Um, not much to say about that. Um, <laughs> this next one. I have a fear of public bathrooms. Um, if I need to go number two because I am afraid of what others are going to think when they use my stall afterwards or are simply in the same room. Now, I am different with my whole family. I think my dad has the same thing as me, but not as severe. Uh, my mom and brother can go to the restroom anywhere if they go number one, number two. I'm fine with going number one, but number two, I have like such a fear of because one i don't want other people to hear me like the bathroom is like my safe space i go number two every morning right when i wake up you know it's kind of a routine thing i don't want people to hear also because i don't know why like uh it's not that i care what people think it's just like i think i'm trying to be considerate of other people in a sense like i don't want them to like <laughs> you know, be in the same vicinity if I go number two. Um, I'm fine if other people go number two around me. Like, I don't care, but for some reason, I care if, uh, if I go in front of other people. Um, if it's an emergency, I would go. Um, but I would prefer that people aren't around when I go. Um, that's gonna have to change because, um, <laughs> like I preached earlier, like you shouldn't care what other people think. But... I don't know, number two, going going number two is like a, um, an exception for me. Um, okay, last thing is, I'm afraid, okay, this is a big one. I never told anyone this before. It's the only thing I, like, I think internally, but it says, I am afraid that when I lose a lot of weight, I will feel and seem weak, not only to others, but myself, because I spent my whole life building up my mental and physical strength, but if I even become a tad bit skinny, I will no longer be myself, and I wouldn't know what to do. Now, like I said, I haven't told anyone this, 
One, because it's kind of like my thing to deal with, kind of. But it is true, like, um, I'm on, I've been on um, a weight loss journey since January 2021. And I have lost a little bit of weight. Um, and I haven't been able to, go, like, obviously go to the gym and, like, use the free weights to, like, build my muscle. Which I really love. I really love building muscle. I don't really like cardio, but I slowly, I would have to incorporate cardio along with my weightlifting. Um... But I'm afraid that, like, when I lose weight, that I wouldn't feel strong anymore. And that was, like, a big thing about me is, like, I'm pretty strong-minded, like, strong-willed. And I'm a, my own independent woman type thing. And so I'm kind of afraid that I'll be too skinny and, like, people would think a certain way of me. Or I, no, I would, like, not even about other people. Like, I would think, like... I'm weak, but I know I'm strong, but I'm just afraid about that. And I think it kind of ties into like wearing girly clothes. Like people already see me as this um, non-girly, quotation marks, girly girl. So like if I wear more feminine clothing that they would think of me a certain way, but I don't want them to think that. But I think being around my friends now, like, I kind of gained more confidence and um my cousin was telling me that um earlier that like I look like I seem like I have more confidence which is I think true because of um my friends that I hang around uh, hang around um from college um but yeah a little side rant but um I still want to I guess it's like keeping my authenticity. I, I want to be myself. And I'm afraid that if I if I change my look, like for example, wearing different clothing, putting my hair down, or if I, if I lost a lot of weight that I wouldn't be me anymore. And I think if I did that, then I would feel like, like exactly, exactly what I just said, like I wouldn't be me. And, but hopefully that wouldn't be the case. I know that it wouldn't be the case, but it's just something that I'm afraid that will happen. Um, yeah, so that was the last of my, um, my list of my flaws, insecurities. I don't know how to name these. I don't know if I can categorize these as insecurities. It's just like things that happened in my past life or that happen, still happen now that um, are, I don't know how to name these, uh, whatever you call it, you know, that influenced my life today. Um, and I want to end this podcast um, on a quote that I heard on America's Got Talent the other day about this girl, her name is Jane. She goes, her stage name is Nightbird on America's Thought Count. She got the golden buzzer actually. Um, it's quite sad that um, she also said that she has cancer. She's around 30 years old. She looks really young. Um, she has cancer and has only 2% to live. Um, and her story I think is amazing. Um, you guys should go watch. And um, you know, um, what else to end this podcast on a quote like I did all in high school. I did um, the quote of the day every morning. Okay, so what she said was, you can't wait until life isn't hard anymore to be happy. And I think 
that quote is perfect because it's kind of how I like to live my life. Like, um, if I get a bad grade on a test or a bad grade on a quiz or like a grade that I didn't expect in a course, like I'm not gonna um, tell myself next time, oh, like I'm gonna work harder and like right now I'm not happy. Like, um, and when I get that good grade, then finally I'll be happy. And I don't like to think that because one, I worked so hard. I know I worked hard on this specific test or this specific course because I put so much time and effort. So why, if when this course ends, why would I be so sad that I got, I don't know, like a B or B plus, not not an A, you know? Um, and it, if you like constantly think like this, then like, uh, then essentially you will never be happy because we can always improve on something. We'll never be perfect. And it's all about getting back up right after we fall. Or even if we like stumble a little bit, take a, a few steps back, like all we have to do is take the next step forward, get back up, you know? And it's all about that one time you get back up or that one A you get on a test finally after, you know, failing, not failing, but like getting bad grades. Like that, that final one A, you know, it's all that matters. And it's okay to get to do bad, you know? And I think I just ended my second year of college and I still got a lot of more courses to take, a lot of more fails to go through, a lot of more falls. And I'm just gonna get back up every single time. All right. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, I hope this was inspiring. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to be better on these podcasts. I think this one went a lot better. A little less ums, a little less like breaks in my sentences. Um, oh, I just said um again. Okay. Um, I'm signing off. Thank you for listening. Um, see you next time. Bye.